Hello to all traders. This is Victor here from Trend Folding Trading for Beginners. And in today's episode, I want to talk about 20 things you can learn from your trading mistakes. Coming up next. Hi everybody. Welcome back. Just to continue with my last podcast on the 20 things that new traders basically um, make mistakes from and what I learned from them. So just 20 things you learn, you can learn. And here's the next um, 10, so to speak. Um, the first one um, from this part two of the podcast is uh, system jumping. Um, this one took me a long time to realize that, you know, when I st- start tracking my trade and, and look at it, I, I find myself looking at my results my journal and stuff and find myself all over the place with different style different system different reason going in some of which making money others are not and i find myself doing all sort of odd things funny things and basically um do um sometimes suffer from a big drawdown you know shark bite i call them and sometimes you know small losses a lot of the small losses i call like fish bite, you know, piranha, piranha spike. Small little bite that just destroy my account slowly, but surely it is generating my account money. So, um, this is very common in fast well from my conversation with my friends and other traders. Uh, basically, it's just the fact that, you know, people at the start when they first learn trading, they're bombarded with different informations. And to be fair and honest, I mean, people should go and try different things. But it comes to a point when you want to get serious you about trading. You need to um, determine what system you actually use and like and then um, stick with that one. I will talk a bit more about choosing a system and you know, that kind of stuff. But system jumping at the start seems okay. Um, but soon you realize you're not making consistent profit or even you know, consistent issues. Because you're using different methods, jumping all over the place, sometimes seems to work, sometimes not working. And the the most difficult things I found myself is um, that well, I use one system for a while. I seem to make money, especially at the start. And then it stopped working. And like everybody else, the new starter, I just go jump in another system, find my next holy grail, so to speak. But, you know... If you're a new trader, you always thought that there is a holy grail, you know, there must be a system out there that works on all, all weathers. And I think that's a fallacy. I mean, just like look at the the weather outside. It could be a sunny day where your part of work uh, world is, but if it's always sunny, you get a desert because just no rain and nothing grows. If it's always raining, again, your whole place got flooded and uh, it's not a very good place to live. So, just like trading system, you need something in between. So, you live anywhere that, you know, have four seasons, or, or even anywhere that, you know, rain and sunshine and stuff. You, you you found that, you know, a mixture of both sunshine and rain are good. Just like there's light and there's day, and there's light evening. If you constantly have just one versions always working doesn't seem to work is it it just go against the grain so any system have its uptime when it's making good money and downtime when it's not making money and new traders 
because they just focus more in my view on the money than the process and finding something that fit in my system that fit the more method methodology whatever you call it that fit the personality as well as the time and trading style and emotion you know account that's kind of level they jump up and down going everywhere and going around the circle biting their own tails stepping on feet and never go anywhere and this is one thing that i found you know very frustrating at the start of my journey and uh, like i mentioned last time and the last point i raised in my last podcast if i have a if i mentor somebody will point it out to me right away and yeah this is just uh, something that i found myself especially diy guys you you will you will find this later on to be uh, quite true then next things of course is uh, practice practice and more practice I mean, to to my from my point of view, once I found a system that I like and that fit my personality, I basically just keep on doing it and doing it and doing it. And you found that, you know, a lot of nitty-gritties, um, things like you don't follow your system, you don't follow every every trade um, because maybe your your own personal life dictates uh, certain certain things happened, and you 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 just can't can trade at certain times. Um, and you found that you maybe you know the market itself or emo- emotion or your jobs or something or children's sake or kind of thing. So you 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 just you know don't follow the rules and then you 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 basically lack a practice um, on on your trading style. But once you start trading and you you stick with your style, you you really have to keep on practicing and doing it and doing it and doing it and slowly you found what what you like and dislike, what you can and cannot do, and you, what your system is good at. And um, and then at this point of t- in time, once you select system, you may realize this is not a system done for you. There's no shame in it. Okay? Now, going back to the previous one, uh, system jumping. If you follow some system and you say, that's for me, and you find out later on it's not for you, you know, go go and find another one. But doing the same thing, follow one and make until you, you're happy with it, you, you think you can do it, and stick with it. And practice and practice and practice and learn from your mistakes. Learn your system, what is good at, what is not good at, and therefore you can trade accordingly, like trading size and um, risk management, those kind of things. Put them all together. You know, um, uh, you 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 then have feel for the system, and then you learn not just the system itself, but also learn about yourself. You know, it's more like you know, the teachers and the students. You know, teacher and student have to work together. Just like the mentorship I talked about earlier last last um, podcast, you you have to know if you are okay and good for the system. The system has to know that if you are okay and good for for it, and uh, you know it, it comes through with the if, uh, you can track it through your journal, you know trading journal, daily journal, and also on your mindset um, journal, basically tracking how you feel in between trades and so forth, or and during the trade and after the trade, which then shows you what. What 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 you feel, and it's it's got to be good, good uh, for for you to do that. And also, when you practice, you see, um, you know, the probability of your system, how often that it loses. You know, uh, you use proper trade manage uh, risk management, you limit your downside, but then you see the strings of patterns of how often it loses, how often it wins, and then you can do calculations and stuff. But you can only do that if you practice more and then go into it and then we've wholeheartedly and con- continue yeah, that kind of things. And then when big things happen, like what we have back in uh, 
February, you know, end of February, early March, when the big hoo-ha came down. And not recently, the last three, four weeks, when this, uh, in my view, is a bearish bounce of the market, you can capture those. You know, if you have a system, you know, just, you know, trend following, for example, you, you capture those systems right away and um, those, those trades and you, you know, increase your, the, basically the, the, the money value on your trading account. But if you haven't practiced it, you, you might uh, not understand your system properly and you get shaken out. You just say, okay, I just take, you know, one to two, or one to three, or one to five, and then, and then go. But, you, you know, when you're shorting, for example, early in, in, the, in the year, um, in February to March, you, if you only take, let's say, a thousand pound or two thousand pound out and you thought that's great, well, the system, if you have followers through in trend following, which I have, and uh, which I learned from my own mistakes a long time ago, um, the market gone down about five thousand or points, you know, from for downturns for example twenty nine thousand ish, to like you know twenty twenty one thousand or eighteen thousand, I think my ten thousand points something, you know, quite quite a lot, and you only capture one or two thousand because you were worried, you were fearful and things like that. But if you practice more in time beforehand, um, you will able to you know. Over time, basically, you learn what you're good at, what you're not good at, and what your system can do, and then you trust your system more and follow through. Practice also help you to trust your system, especially when you're downtime, and how you, your system recover yourself when it's um, downtime, make back your money or losses, and then some. But this takes time. It doesn't come very quickly unless somebody like a mentor or a good trading friend who pointed out to you. That's very important. So, so... Remember to practice, practice, and practice. Okay, once you find a system, practice and practice and practice it. Then the next things I think uh, people are start to talk a bit more about it now, but I still feel it's just not enough. Is your mindset development? Mindset in the sense that you know you need to understand what your system does, and you have the mindset to cope with it. That is when it's a string of winnings. You know, everybody can cope. Anybody will be happy. But then that have its problem because um, if you're feeble, worry about losing your profit, you might, like I said just now, um, cut your profit too short, you know, and leave a mo- lot more money on the table because you didn't trust your system. And a lot of it's not just about the system itself and the system, but you. It's you. The brain in between your ears, the six inch there, so to speak, the gray matter. And your mindset development is important. Okay, understand the system. The practice help you to develop the trust so you have the right mindset. But also, you need to talk about your own fear, what you worry about. And when you come down to like like I'm going through at the moment, a lot of it's your mental state is because how you're brought up, your childhood, your environment, how your parents treat you, how your siblings treat you, how your you know uncle aunties all treat you together. As a whole, the sum of it, you know, stick with you. And you just manifestation of that sum of experience, and some well really is uh, limiting belief, so to speak. I call them, and make you feel you're not uh, worth it, worth it to have the money, and you sabotage yourself unconsciously. Consciously, you want all the money, but inside your brain, um, unconsciously, you you feel you're not worth it, um, because everybody tell you so. Um, you just got used to it over years and years of you know practice, so to speak, jumping into you by your surrounding by people you love around you and so forth. Um, so you you need to like go and get some books and maybe you know you know 
you know, to some extent, some people get some trading coach, psychology trading coach to help them to get the mindset, you know, screwing on properly, that kind of thing. But uh, the other thing I found it useful is, I mean, going through, like I think I mentioned it before, is imagination. Imagine that you're actually doing a trade and how you feel, especially push the envelope, say, okay, you got a thousand pounds account and you lose almost a thousand. What, what will you do? How do you feel? And uh, in one trade, so to speak, what should you do? Should you just cut quickly? Yes. What do you feel? How do you feel? How do you foresee that? You know, um, and think about it. You know, imagine that's actually tra- trading that way. And also when you are winning money, what you should do, how you could just follow through. And uh, perhaps you found, you know, a lot more questions and answers at the start. But then you write them down, slowly think about it, and slowly imagine how you to do things. Read up on books about, you know, uh, mindset development. Talk to other traders, talk to your coach, and find a, a, a set of instructions, so to speak, and then you mentally go through it, imagining it, and then step through. I mean, high-performing athletes do that. I mean, um, um if you watch the film called Rush, which talks about um, um, uh, motor, mo- um, mo- motor racing and, uh, and and stuff, that it really does. You know, there's a part actually talks about um, um, the guy who I can't remember his name. The guy who played Thor in uh, Avengers. Okay, um, yeah, he was um, basically sitting in the car or lying on the floor just. Imagining how how you turn, how how the car is moving, what speed, what gear you move, you know how he moved his feet, you know, how, how he look, which way, and check, and his body from his coming from behind, and so forth. Those are good, you know, forward projection, imagination, preparing yourself mentally because your mind doesn't know if you can be tricked, so to speak, if you're actually doing it or actually imagining it or dreaming about it. So you can use that, and once you get used to this. Your mind subconsciously, slowly, when you see similar situation, your mind know what to do. Then you're less fearful. You have more trust to following your system. It's useful techniques. I'm using it at the moment. It takes a lot of t- try and error. I'm doing that. Sometimes seems to work. Sometimes don't. But but you can learn about it. I mean, you learn about yourself. Your emotional changes. You might feel sweaty, especially. Let's say you have a thousand pounds account. You suddenly make two, three thousand. Okay, it's not too bad. Let's say about five, ten thousand. What happened? It's just on the right track, and on the right time, buying some share that go, go or whatever commodity just go up and up and up. What will you do? Are you going to you know really out of your comfort zone, making loads of money? Are you just going to close it, close it out? Of course, in in your normal trading, you know outside trading, you say, ah, oh, I will follow my rules and follow it through. But when you're actually doing it, will you? It's very different between knowing it and doing it. Just like Matrix say, Morpheus said to to Neo, he can only show him the path. There is different between knowing it and doing it and walking through it. And we are like Neo. We have to go through all this trading, all these activities ourselves. It's great to you now have Ray Dario's money, but will you go through his experience losing everything? Okay, and then go back and see on Daddy's couch. You know, about f- when it's 30 or 40s and start again. Can you do that? Everybody just wants the money, wants success, they forget. And the reverse of success is failures. And if you don't have the mental mindset to cope with it, you don't get the money. Okay, so this mindset things is very important to me, anyways. And also, you, you can help it by reading books. I, 
I, because of my own personal lifestyle, I hardly sit down much. Except in the evening, I'm too tired, and I just go go through my my trading system and stuff. So, I use a lot of audiobook. So when I'm driving to work, and uh, when I'm cycling, when I'm running, I'm walking, uh, cleaning dishes or cutting grass in the back, you know, I, I uh, vacuuming in the house. I just listen to them. You know, your mind just automatically when uh, when you're doing you know. Simple job, repeatable, tedious job. Your mind just gone blank. I mean, so you start time to make in your mind think. Then your time go faster while you're doing those tedious jobs. In my view, and you learn something about it. And especially this is the case when you're driving. You know, most of us drive. Okay, now we have COVID nineteen lockdown. But when you go back to work in a normal time, let's say I don't know next six months or twelve months, most of us spend one to two hours traveling to and from work every single day. Let's say one hour. And that's quite a good time to to do like five five hours per week, you know, and um, you use that to you can use that for for a book, and uh, you can basically listen to one book per month minimum. I would say, so that would be like twelve audio books per year for your mindset development for your trading or particular field that you want to, and then if it's not enough, you know, you got more time watch YouTube videos that actually in your field that is good for the mindset. And uh, and go from there. So mindset development to me, anyway, as far as I'm concerned, especially when you go, like I said in my um, the the six steps, you know, six stages of becoming you know, professional uh, traders and stuff. I think you you have to as you go higher, it's no longer in, in that ladder in that stage. It's no longer about the skill, you know, the the trading style, the the steps. It's more like you, your mental step, your mental mindset. Can you cope with the situation? Ups and downs and stuff. It's more about you, more about your mind, mindset development. So that is very important. And um, I only start to learn and realize it because I just like you know, look at my trade and look at why am I selling so early? I I have gone through all the, all the <laughs> problem steps that all new trader have, and then I just basically look through the trade and it's something myself all the time. I'm I I'm the one. With the big six skull, just like a lot of people out there, and I keep on banging my head against the wall, blowing my account. But I always ask the question at the end. We view it, however much I don't like to look at at times, and say, "Okay, what can I do to make this my trading better?" And uh, yeah, I have taken a long time to learn from this, and um, all this um, will help you. You know, this mindset development as you grow more, when you get more experience, you. It, it's be like wine making. Over time, you get better at it, and uh, just never give up and keep on trading your mind. And uh, um, I think Robert Kiyosaki said as well: be careful what you put in your mind. You know, you want to be successful. Look at successful people. Do they watch TV and other stuff? No. Do they um, um, read books? Yeah. And they talk to other people to enrich their knowledge and you know get to know other people and get to them to help them and stuff. And uh, it's and also help them the mindset development and stuff. You know, they if mentor have mentors, you know. Um, for example, you know, um, I think Richard Branson is it, and he 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 mentor other people, but he also have other mentors who help him on the aviation side and stuff. You know, so don't don't think that we need to be you know, an island. And then this mentor will definitely help you to develop a mindset as well over time. So mindset development is a must and something that you know I learned from my own experience and it's. It's quite useful to 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 know about it. Uh, next is of uh, which link to basically no news. I talk about TV just now. It's like you know what? What's the point watching news nowadays? 
I mean, talking about what COVID nineteen, who's to blame? Um, how Donald, President Donald Trump react to criticism of how how he you know react in lockdown the countries and react to the you know virus pandemic, you know virus threat and stuff like that. Like you know, it's it's just to me, it's just like. Yes, a bit of entertainment, more like you know. But what what can you do? What what the, what can they do to help you? You know, to to you help you to to trade and also your mindset development. Absolutely nothing. And from a trend following point of view, you just need to end of day price from you know the the way I do it. You know, I don't really need end of day data. I only need to know you know the open price, the close the uh, closing price, how high. How much is on the, uh, the highest point on the day, lowest point of the day? That's I. I sometimes look at value, for volume, volume of the choice. Sometimes I don't even look at it. Most of the time I don't, but sometimes I do, and that's about it. And um, um, Michael Covey on the um, trendforwarding um, dot com website basically says it's correct. You, you can be left on a desert island, and you just have end of day data. You can still trade. You can still make money, and that's just life. And I was a point of news, as far as I'm concerned. News are uh, suspect. Most of the time, it's people's opinion, different uh, stations, uh, channels, whatever. They push their own opinion to you. But what matters is what you think, how you react. And all these news, some things, it's just to me, it's more like white noise and it's not helping you. So you don't really need news. And sometimes people trade, you know, you know, buying on rumors, selling facts, kind of stuff, you know, like. You know, you sure the market's gonna do that? I don't know. If they're out there, the market basically make up of people and machine now, and uh, they just go do their own thing. How can you protect all those stuff? Which I'm gonna talk about a bit more as well. So all these news gonna help you, except your price and your trading system, your end of day price or whatever the the the, the numbers in your system, and then you basically just go from there. So to me, news basically is no good. I don't need that. Uh, and it's no point. Other people's opinion basically just mess my brain up, and sometimes they they seems very convincing, you know. Um, Jesse Livermore, you look uh, read his book, Reminiscence of the Stock Operator. He talked to the Cotton King once. The Cotton King just lost a bundle of money, and he caught talked to the Cotton King, and he, Jesse thought, oh well, Livermore. More, more like that's the way people call him. Livermore thought that Cotton Kings know a lot more, like how things was grow, how things was prepared, how things was being sold, how it's being sent around the country, and you know, so internationally, blah blah blah. He seems very knowledgeable in that particular field. And Jesse Livermore, con- you know, basically, you know, trade based on what he think. And he lost a bundle. Jesse learned one thing, very importantly in the book. That is you. Trade with your own, your own rules and system. Don't listen to other. Don't listen to news. That's one of the reason I stopped listening to news and others' opinions, because he got burned big time. I think his loss or his account during that time, meant dies into millions in those days. You know, back in the nineteen twenties, it's a lot of money. And um, you know, a lot of people just listen to other people how to pick news, and sometimes the news stations. Oh, we think people make that right decision based on what we say in our our our, our news. Yeah, more entertainment wise, you know. But you know, you have your system. You must have a system, and if you have a system, you follow a system. The whole idea you either buy it or you developed it. The whole idea is to follow that system, not because Jim Cramer says something, or 
squat box says something, or your brother-in-law tell you something, even your mentor, you know, suspect, suspect, you know, think think of his, his view, check it out, follow your system and see what your mentor is you know, saying is correct. If your system is actually showing it, you know, you have to make your own opinion. You must follow your own rules and trade that way. So news and other opinions. It's a big mistake to try to follow. You know, don't don't have your own system, and then just follow it through. And I think that you 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 make you have high probability you make money. If, even if it's wrong, so what? Yeah, it's okay to be wrong. You can at least learn from it, and you know why you're wrong. Then you know, rather than somebody's opinion, you follow it through, and they don't even know how they come up with the opinion. It could be just made up. It could be fake news. So. Well, you see, well, you decide. This is what I think. As far as I'm concerned, news is worthless to me. Trading news, that is. And um, number five, now, I mean, this is um, this is what I always go back to, especially when you blow your account and you're down, and you basically, like I said before, it's okay to take a break, but when you take a break, you you need to realize: do you want to go back into trading or not? You need to have your strong why, strong reason, why I want to go back into trading. And you must have that in my view. Understand why? Why you start? Why you go into trading in the first place? I mean, your mentor can help you. You know, to to develop your your why. They probably can ask you and make you accountable and stuff. Um, and at the, the, the end of the day, you know, your your account, your money, the money in your trading account speaks louder than anything anything else. Is your method actually working? Is you actually working? And the money just shows up. And if you blow your account, decide that your system not working, or you know, it's, it's, it's your mind mindset, and you, you follow your system, on um, to the T. That means um, you, you still lose money. That means your system got problem. And if you don't follow your system, that means you have the problem. But at the end of the day, you need to understand why, and you basically have the gut to face your problem, and remember your why. Why you go into training in the first place? A lot of us gone in because of the magic, you know, dollar sign, kaching. Those one who stay on the game is those one who willing to you know they look at what's the possibility of you know the offering of trading you know your for me it is like you know the the control of my own life and have a means to make money like now you know I don't have to worry about um, you know COVID nineteen lockdown I can make money because I am uh, trading and that's no problem with it. Uh, so long as the market is still open, but unfortunately, you know, if you do a nine-to-five job, you get stuck at home, and you go for long, and you just have to stay at home. What can you do? You know, but you lose the means to make money, and okay, and then you use that and say, "Oh, this is my why. I want to have my uh, own um, um, control of my own future." Yeah, that's good. But remember that when you're downtime, you know, when you blow up your account, when things don't go your way, remember that and continue and never, never give up. Okay, and um, your why will basically drive you through the top tough time. And you need to also, when when you blow uh, your account, you need to look at your your own personality. I said it before about the trading system and stuff. You need to know who you are. You need to look fa- face the fear. Okay, the problems yourself. Uh, you know, might be created by you, might be created by uh, by the by. The environment, you know, economy, whatever. But you need to know why, why you want to trade, and face it, and then you know mitigate the problems and put system in place to help you. You might have to do this many, many times throughout your trading journey, and you know, 
and always have a never give a mindset, but always remember why you're starting doing this. The whole the main reason at the start is just about money. Um, I think Downlock recently have a have a video about it. You know, you know why you want money. At the end of the day, he, he said quite true is we want that feeling of control. We want the feeling that I can afford to do things that I want. I send my children to private school. Um, go to nice holiday every year. You know, able to drive a nice car, or just basically able to have my own home. You know, those kind of thing. And it's just feeling, feeling that you can do something. And trading might not necessarily be the thing you you want to do, to actually get get to what you need to do. Uh, it could be a, you can start a business. It could be something else. But you need to understand your why in your trading, and then learn from it, and move forward from it, and you find out. Trading may not necessarily a cup of tea. You might want to give up, but at least you know why. But I would strongly suggest you,、um, even if you think trading is not for you, keep it, keep it with you, because a true investor, they have multiple source of income. Okay, true trader just don't trade, just on this and that's it. You know they have other incomes coming through, especially when they developing themselves, and、um, they have other incomes. So keep that income. And okay, if it's not really a cup of tea, keep it small on the sideline. Just do it, and you you you'll be surprised, and you may make money. The less you worry about the money,、uh, and you follow your system, providing your system with a positive edge, you might be positively surprised by how much money you can make. And that's just my two cents worth on on that one. Next is um,、uh, I think Jesse Livermore talked me about this, and、uh, took me a long time to understand it. Is Don't argue with the tape. Don't argue with the chart. Don't argue with your system. Well, I don't really use chart. It's more like an indicator to me. But it's my system. Don't argue with your system when your system gives you a buy signal, even though it looks like totally BS. When the market is going down like now, you know some of my some of the trade、um, shares I'm tracking say, "Oh, time to buy." In the banks, you know, when they're not making money, not making out loans, and not sending money out to the the right people. And they have probably a lot of bad loans on it. My some banks I'm tra- I'm tracking now say, "Oh, it's a buy in my system," and I just have to follow it. But it just really go against the grain. Buying it now, you know, when I foresee fundamentally this could be wrong. Well, my system says so. Just go in. So don't argue the tape. Who who knows? It might just continue. This rebound might continue. Remember what I said in my. The podcast and、uh, and my trade as well. This rebound is going to make you feel like the good times have come back. You know, it's continue. It might you know for down Jones, it might go back down to twenty nine thousand area. You never know. It's only about five thousand away. It's not too far. And this rebound, you know, normally bears jump out the windows, bulls run up the stairs. It could be you know takes the rebound. It could could take some time. And、uh, it, it could be you know two more or three more months or something, you know continue until nobody、uh, still think it's a bear market, and、uh, then suddenly something happens, and、uh, black swan event comes in or what or the grey wine or comes through and charging through and then knock the market down. You can never tell, okay. So your system say go, oh、uh, go long then go long, okay. Just watch your account and、um, watch your risk. And follow it through, and follow the system. So don't don't argue the tape. You know, a lot of time, especially 
when you're starting, I think I put a podcast in about it. You know, touching a falling life. You know, the system is telling you to go short. You personally think the price is low, and you look at some videos on YouTube or news channel. Oh, they say it's good time to you know buy some now fundamentally, and then what? The price continue to go down. You know, remember Enron back in the, in the 2008 those those times they they make you know fake trading desk fake account accounting everything else and uh, countrywide as well and um back in the 2008 time frame they keep on saying that's um 2009 there's no problem on the on the supply market you're just still selling and selling suddenly the last quarter i think 2008 or 2009 come out and say you know they lost loads of money boom the market the the, the share gone down a lot held a lot but the three quarters before that i keep on saying we're growing 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 yeah but your system i mean we'll probably have to tell you to go short you should stay short and don't you know listen to what other people said as i said before don't argue the tape don't, don't argue your system okay jesse livermore used you know, his ways were his method also including reading a tape for me on um, my method is based on my system we just follow the system okay and then basically just you work on my mindset so your system say go go long then go long okay and the other thing is the next thing is uh, i think a lot of people don't like it especially a students yes i'm pointing you out guy a students like myself on borderline between a and a, a and b students we don't like losing we don't like being wrong especially those people like when i, I went to imperial and stuff for a year two years and stuff everybody's it's very opinionated everybody think they are right and um, people don't really want to share that's how, how i found it and they don't like to be wrong when they told them they're wrong you know they get in the huff they don't want to speak to you for months even some of them supposed to be your friends and um so for a students when you t- take that mindset to trading you don't like to be wrong but people forget that trading is a probability game you have every chance, every probabilistic, you know, calculated, you know, figures that to say you can be wrong at any trade, any trade that you take. So when you are wrong, when system say go long, but um, is hitting your stop loss, get out, get out. Your stop loss is there. Your system is there to tell you, you know, risks only so much. And then if the system, uh, the market doesn't agree with your system or agree with you, um, get out. Remember the first things first. I think Warren Buffett say quite nicely. Rule number rule number one trading don't lose money. Rule number two trading for the rule number one. For us, to me, it means you know survival. Your trading accounts is more important than making money in the first place. A lot of students, myself included, traders included, uh, even experienced guy forget about it. They forgot. They always think of the money. The the shiny things syndrome and they forgot at the end of the day they must have money to trade to take the next trade if they can't they don't have money they cannot trade for stop and you know take a small loss especially the first loss to me is the first is the best loss because normally it's the smallest and it'll be fine you don't like it especially a students like ourselves and ab student i said again the ego our ego, especially the old, really strong opinionated person, they don't like to be wrong. Um, yeah, taking a loss seems like a expression that you are 
a meeting you're wrong and you don't like it. A lot of people don't want to do that, and they lose a lot more money, and they they thumb against uh, thumb themselves. And if they're writing something, they can see it clearly, see it which way when they do that, and uh, they then afterwards if they do review, as I said, suggest you guys should do, you find out ooh, I should do review, you know, and look at what I have done wrong, and yep, I was wrong here, and then why didn't I? Cut my losses, you know, and then you over time you learn to take small losses. Well, sometimes you you do the wrong place, but slowly you find out you know the first loss when it hits your stop loss. That's what you give your trade the breathing room to work anyway at the start of the trade. So always remember when you open a trade, always set a stop loss that is acceptable to you, and you must have the mindset, the mental capability to take that. Uh, hit if the your stop loss is uh, is reached, just get out, get out and remember you saved the pennies and I'm not spending, save the money in your account. It's much better. That's that's old old day saying, you know. If and in in China, basically, if you have a mountain, you, there's always going to be root to to burn, okay. But if you have a mountain that's already burned down or it's buried in the trees, there's nothing you can do about it, okay. If you lose so many trees, you you, you can't you can you don't have anything to burn. So same trading account. If you keep on losing your money, you don't you can't trade anymore, and that's very important. So learn to take small losses. Next, um, to me anyway. I mean, what make me, uh, in a way, feel more mature, and also treated more, you know, a wheel is I take the whole thing trading as a business. I talk about it in my podcast. Yeah, we all start like.、It. People buying lottery, you know, and trading, you know, I double here, double there, make some money. Sometimes I don't, and but we don't trade as、uh, as a as a business. As a business, got business expense, and you got to like learn and cope with the trade, cope with the changing market and stuff. And you need to, you know, you know, to to think that way. You know, you you don't go into、um, a business with you know. Just to play around with it. Oh, it's fun with 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 my friends to do that. Oh yeah, some of you might do that, but at the end of the day, ultimately, you and your friends group together or yourself go into business is for one thing only. You know, you you can supply the market with something that you think you know they're missing, and you can make some money out of it. It might work, it might not work, but you treat it as a business and you watch your downside and and try to push, you know, to upside and advertise to to people and tell tell how good your product is and so forth. Blah blah blah. And and that's how businesses, but you're trading. If you're trading as like a hobby, I do this today. I do something else tomorrow. I jump up and down. I follow my route today. I don't follow tomorrow. Next day I go jump around like I said before. You know, jump on a different system. This doesn't work. Doesn't work. It's more like you know. Oh, today I buy. You know,、uh, I risk one thousand pounds on my trade when you only have you know ten thousand in in your account, and tomorrow I risk five thousand, and the 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 day after I only risk five hundred. Those those kind of things because you. You do that because you don't treat trading as a business, and therefore you don't do things consistently, and you don't watch your downside, and you don't track things, and that you know this one basically termites one one of the reasons that I turn my system, my trading method around, my trading journey around, my trading account basically. It's important to you know treat the whole thing as as a business, and、uh, the other thing now the next is basically your、uh, prediction. Uh, I I could never say enough. You know, being trend following, don't don't predict, never predict. Trend following, remember the word trend. You need to find a trend. 
then you follow, you follow. Don't predict. You know, this is not first type of technical analysis. You know, blue flag, head and shoulder, bare flag, uh, whatever candlesticks patterns. You know, si- um, resistant and um, support, those kind of things. I mean, it, it has its place. I'm not saying that it doesn't work. But for trend following, your heart in mind, the first thing you must have as a core in your heart is following. You don't, you, you, you respond to changes. You don't just react suddenly, you know. You respond, you think, you respond. Based on rules, you respond. And that's very important as far as I'm concerned. You know, don't, don't pretend that you know or anybody would keep on telling you that they can tell you what happened tomorrow and then the year after. Even if they're right, can they consistently keep on predicting what's going to outcome on every different trade? You know, there's tens of thousands of different, you know, s- uh, shares, markets, um, commodities, whatever you can trade out there. Can they keep on continuously telling you that the markets go this way or that way? You know, so the best way for me anyway, it's easier just follow my system down to predict us. As far as I'm concerned, I learned from a hard way. Predicting um, is basically a marks game. Don't predict. It's just no point. That's that's my two cents worth on it. Basically, definitely do not predict. And last but not least, the final things that you can learn from your own mistakes is basically routine. And this this one took me one of the you know quite a bit of time to realize that. Um, there's old saying that yeah, you are the sum of five people that you uh, have constant contact with, and that's how it impact your your habits, your process, and what you do in general. And for trading, it's very similar. It basically whatever around you, environment around you can affect your uh, view of trading and cause you to do emotional trading um, because fear and greed. Or you just have an um, argument with your spouse, or you know your children make you upset, or something. So overall, I I feel you know environment is important, but with the uh, process like your trading uh, system, that can reduce it. However, to actually use it to help you, uh, a nice, very calm environment while you're trading is important. When you're doing your analysis, is important, and when you execute a trade, don't don't be. Um, don't be doing it just after an argument or something. You need to do it in a calm, calm way. So, to to help myself, I mean, I got four kids and running around with you know, full time job, everything else myself. It's quite hectic to me. So I set up a routine. My routine, generally, I, I speak it in in. Uh, I say in previous podcasts, I only do it in the evening when the kids. I went to bed, so about like half ten, eleven ish. Uh, when my wife is asleep, then I you know, do about half an hour, one hour analysis before I go to bed by 12. On the weekends, i got to be more time to do a bit more analysis myself. But always I do it when it's quiet. You know, sometimes I wake up earlier, uh, like 4 or 5 o'clock, I couldn't sleep. Or, or sometimes I just uh, I try to change the time to find out which is fit me better. So at times I did also wake up like 5, 6 o'clock in the morning, one hour before the kids wake up at about 7 and just do a bit of, you know, routine analysis, that kind of thing. So uh, I sort of um, tried both, and I found that um, in the morning works much better for me, but it's basically just depends on yourself. So um, it will also depends on my 
work demand. Sometimes I just feel so tired, just overslept and work about seven days and didn't have the time to do things. So so I sort of switched between doing my analysis uh, last day and night or first thing in the morning. So that that's just my, my routine. And I basically make that as, as a habit. I always do some analysis either early first thing in the morning or day and night when it's quiet. I do something just to analyze the, the uh, trading and signals and stuff. And uh, I write down my trade I need to do the next day, and then I set that in motion in my uh, in my broker online, and then um, yeah, just open buy, open sell, um, and that's it. And just set my stop loss, okay. And and that is it helps me because I get that routine. Now, yes, I'm like everybody else. I have emotional issue at home with wife, with children, at work. You know, um, I'm also sometimes sick too. So um, having a process will definitely help you um, to basically, you know, kind of have a clear mind. And uh, what I always, I always have learned basically is my software development days, which I'm still doing at the moment. Um, I always found which, um, some projects seem to deliver better results. Like they go through certain process, produce certain set of documentation, and when you support it, it's relatively easy and simple and also the design was very clear so when you pass the, that design document around to other people uh, people uh, can f- understand it and and follow it and um, I cover a lot of potholes and stuff now all of this only happens when uh, the project manager and also the teams used to a certain style of doing development certain style of doing the analysis and writing documents and getting the right people level people involved and that's a process of software development, okay? So same thing here. For us, we have to have a process. And then the process might not necessarily initially uh, give you what you want, but if you follow the process and you're consistently getting the same problem, for example, and you can basically fix it. And slowly and surely over time, uh, the process, any uh, pitfalls and problems can be fixed and then you become better at it, and then that process becomes yours, and then your result will always be consistent. What what you really aim for is, if it's problematic, fine. If it's even crap result, fine. So long as it's the same crap, same problem, you can fix it. But if you follow the same process and then come out different crap every time, or sometimes you just don't follow the process at all, you, you cannot um, have a set steps and you know set up and routines and habits and stuff like that will help you to create the same uh, environment, so to speak, and which help you to you know, make a decision-making, going through uh, analysis and, and trading and you know, review your stuff and things like that. So the, your process is very important as far as I'm concerned. So, and yes, you can buy this from, uh, from some, your mentor uh, who sell your system or go through a course, but at the end of the day, it's you. You have to walk through it. You have to set up that process that fits you. Okay, so think uh, the way I think always more like I always go back to McDonald's. You know, around the world, no matter where you go, it's always more or less served by uh, teenagers, young adults, and uh, the burgers is not fantastic. Uh, you and I probably know somebody can cook much better burger, but it is the uh, best. McDonald's had the best process to produce an average hamburger no matter where you are in the world. And that process is uh, very straight, very, you know, rule-based, very down to, down to you know, nitty-gritty because they know exactly what needs to be done, that kind of thing. So I, I would like you, I mean, if you've got time, go 
go and do, uh, watch the I think um, founders. That's the McDonald's version of the um, film founders. We talk about the McDonald's brothers and how the McDonald's actually got from um, franchise and stuff. And in in that bit, it uh, there was a show to the the salesman go and talk to the friend. Um, um, McDonald's brothers and the brothers were showing the salesman, the, um, the milk salesman, milkshake salesman, to um, uh, how the system works. And I think that was only about one minute or two minutes long, right near the start. Um, and basically, yeah, um, the the McDonald's brother got lines of kids basically just, you know, putting hamburger, the, the bread onto the table, and one one guy just constantly cooking, the other guy constantly just put the burger on in between the bread and one just squeezed the sauce on it and it's a couple of those two different sauce and then um, um, onions and things and then an hour just wrap and just keep on sending it to, to, to the to the till and then people just keep on buying it. And those are terrible process that's McDonald's famous for, process based, rule based and basically just follow that process and you t- chuck out very quick nicely needed, you know, uh, average hamburger. And for our trading, we need to do the same thing as well. We have to have a process that we can follow and produce an average uh, result. And you can, of course, improve it, but so long as you stick with the same process, you get the, the same result no matter uh, if you do first thing in the morning, last thing at night or something, but you always have time for environment. That will help you to uh, um, do analysis um, do your better trades and stuff and, and also when you write things down and stuff you find out which one you go through process properly which one didn't follow and um, and so forth then you can basically identify your, your problems uh, you know sometimes your your the, the problem with trading could be your lack of routine you know not just uh, having a trading system it's no point having a trading system you don't following it it's no point having a trading system and you just want to listen to uh, anybody who has an opinion and then you just either stay too long when your system say get out or you know when your system say stay and you just got out too early and uh, you never get consistent result so um this is what what i found the process and the environment basically you know the routine help you a lot well basically this is my you know two cents worth of the 20 problems i learned uh, um, from my um, own mistake when I do analysis of, of my uh, past trade. Um, it's not definite, uh, definite uh, list. I have got more, but I think this um, 20 uh, is always seems to come back and, and um, seems to be, you know, uh, for my past course, it go, go happen again and again and quite often to other people as well. So I think those are 20 that are worth talking to, talking about. So hopefully, I, I hope you, you have learned something from the last uh, podcast and this podcast. And uh, if you do uh, just um, think it's uh, worthwhile, um, then please um, yeah, s- uh, send me an email, talk about how you uh, overcome your problem, whatever other problems you may have, and uh, recommend to your friends to listen to this podcast. Okay, so I'll speak to you next week and uh, stay safe. Bye for now.